In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. In Boston, it's a gorgeous day, a beautiful day. And in heaven, it's the best. And we're all about heaven. We want to live an ascended life, and we want to bring down all that is in heaven to the earth. I'm looking at Matthew 14, verse 12. His disciples, the disciples of John the Baptist, came and took the body and buried it. Then they went out and told Jesus. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. Jesus is mourning the Baptist and he's thinking about himself dying. He goes to a deserted place. I remember when my mother died while I was in Jerusalem. I went to a deserted place. I went to Mount Calvary and I sat before the cross saying, no prophet dies except in Jerusalem a deserted place. I remember going to the sisters and they took me in. I told them my mother had died. Basileia Slink's sisters, they were ever so good to me. I was in their chapel and I just let go of everything. Those sisters cared for me. They didn't know me from Adam, and yet they cared for me. Jesus went to a deserted place to mourn the life of John the Baptist and to already know that he was going to die on a cross. I'm reading from Mark 6, verse 30. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and all they had taught. Oh, they told him that the blind see, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. We've taught them about the kingdom of God. It's marvelous. We've got that power, the power you gave us. Jesus said to them, come away to a deserted place by yourselves and rest a while. He didn't say, go out and do something else. It's time for you to rest a while. And so they came to a deserted place to rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure, not even could they eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves but many saw them going and recognizing them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. So they can't even rest now. 
The crowds are there. Let's see what Jesus says. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. How many people in Boston are like sheep without a shepherd? How many people in New Jersey are like sheep without a shepherd? Oh, the church is running. But where is the church? Where is the church? You call, and what do you get? An answering service. But I need someone now. I need someone now. I need a pastor now. Thank God, on our answering service, we give the ways to call the pastor. And he began to teach them many things. When it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now very late. Send them away so that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy something for themselves to eat. But Jesus answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to Jesus, Are we to go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five loaves and two fish. The story of the multiplication of the loaves and fish are found in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. It's the same story, the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. It's an important story. It's an important happening. Jesus wants us to know that he's in multiplication, not in division. And how we want to be in division by talking about people, by gossiping gossiping about people, how we want to be, not in Jesus, but in the world, gossiping about people. It's time to repent. It's time to repent. They said to him, are we to go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, how many loaves have you? Go and see. And they had found out, they said, five loaves and two fish. Then he ordered them to get all the people to sit down in groups of green grass so that they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and blessed them and broke them. What does that sound like? Sounds like the Eucharist. He takes the bread. He looks up to heaven. He blesses them. He broke them. And then what does he do? He distributes them. This is exactly like a prototype of the giving of the Eucharist. He looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples 
to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all, and all ate and were filled, and they took up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces. Twelve basketfuls of broken pieces from five fish, uh, five loaves and two fish. And they took up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces and of fish, and those who had eaten the loaves numbered 5,000 men, not counting the women, not counting the children. There were at least 15,000 people there, at least, who ate their fill. Jesus is into multiplying, not into dividing. What am I into? I better be into multiplying and not dividing. The Lord told me many years ago that if there is a drought or something happens that we cannot get groceries, he said to me, you will multiply them. I will multiply them through you and give them out. And as you give them out, they will increase. No, we have not reached that point yet. But I remember when father and two sisters were in Juarez, Mexico. There was a dump, and they had brought two chickens for the people who lived in the dump. And there were so many people who came to eat, and they kept on carving the chickens, and they had enough and some to spare. Multiplication. It happened in Juarez, Mexico. It can happen with us. God multiplies our money as we give it away. He's into multiplication. He's not into division. Verse 45. Immediately, this is a word that's always from Mark's gospel, he made his disciples get into the boat and go on to the other side, to Bethesda, while he dismissed the crowd. After saying farewell to them, he went up on a mountain to pray. Jesus is God. Jesus is man. He needs to be in communion with the Father. Have you spent time with Jesus today? Oh, I talked with him in the car. Not good enough. Have you spent time with Jesus today? If not, make time. One percent of the day is 15 minutes. Give him 15 minutes and be quiet so that you hear his voice. Or read the scriptures that you hear his voice. Immediately he made his disciples get into a boat and go ahead on the other side to Bethesda while he dismissed the crowd. After saying farewell to them, he went up on the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was out on sea, and he was alone on the land. When he saw they were straining at the oars against an adverse wind, he came towards them early in the morning, walking on the sea. Why walking on the sea? Because the sea meant chaos. 
Jesus is Lord over the chaos. What about this storm? How did it happen? The winds from the mountains meet the winds from the desert, and there's chaos. There's storms. There's storms. He intended to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost, and they cried out, for they saw him and were terrified. But immediately, here it is again, he spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. That's what he's telling you today. That's what he's telling me today. Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Why? Because I am with you always, even unto the end of time. I am with you now, in the midst of your crisis. In the midst of your crisis, I am with you now. Do not be afraid. When he got into the boat with them, the wind ceased, and they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. Imagine, they saw the loaves and the fish multiply, and they still don't understand. Why? Because their hearts were hardened. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, I want to give you my heart of stone. I want you to replace it with the heart of flesh. I want to understand when God does something. I want to say amen. Just last Wednesday, I prayed with someone who had stomach problems, and they were bad. And you know what happened? I saw the person yesterday. I said, how's your stomach? He says, they're fine. I was healed. I'm going to witness on Wednesday night. You see, we have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. But we have to believe not in the power, but in Jesus, who raises the dead, who heals the sick. They were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves, for their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him. What's going to happen? They're going to try to grab him. They're going to try to touch him. They're going to try to follow him. And rushed about the whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. What would you be doing if Jesus was alive as a person on the earth? He's alive in the power of the resurrection. But what would you be? I'd be getting people on mats. I would bring them to Jesus. People come to St. John's looking for healing. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is being poured out and people are being healed. Thanks be to God. Who does the healing? The Lord Jesus Christ does the healing. And wherever he went into villages or cities or farms, 
they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch even the fringe of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. All who touched it how? With faith were healed. All who touched them, his cloak with faith were healed. There were many people who touched Jesus and were not healed. They didn't do it in faith. They didn't do it in faith. It's all about faith. Remember what he said to the woman with the issue of blood. Your faith has brought you healing. Your faith has brought you salvation. We need to have apostolic faith. Not only apostolic words, but apostolic faith and apostolic power in the power of the Holy Spirit. Chapter 7 of Mark. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him, they noticed that some of the disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing their hands. Oh, wow. They're eating without washing their hands. That's a double sin to the Pharisees. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders, and they do not eat anything from the marketplaces unless they wash it. And there were also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honors me with lip service but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. That's traditions with the small t. The Eucharist is a tradition with the capital T. We need to know that, sure, we should wash our hands, but it's not a sin if we don't. It's not a sin if we don't, especially if the virus is around. We need to wash our hands, but not because it'll be a sin if I don't wash them. Jesus said, you abandon the commandment of God and hold on to human traditions. Then he said to them, you have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks evil of father or mother shall surely die. But you, you Jewish people, say that if anyone tells father or mother, whatever support you might have from me is korban, that is, an offering to God. In other words, they were not taking care of their father and mother. They said that they offered their money to God. They let their father and mother die without helping them with their money. 
how sad, how sad. They washed their hands, but they let their mother and father die because they do not take care of their mother or father. How sad. Same like that today. There are people that do not take care of their parents. Their parents who nourished them, who sent them to school, who paid for their colleges. Many people do not take care of their parents. How sad. How sad. It's time for us to care for our parents and do the best that we can. then you no longer permit doing anything for a, f a father or mother that's making void the word of God through your tradition that you have handed on and you do many other things like this. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, listen to me, all of you, understand there is nothing outside a person that by going in the person can defile, but the things that come out are the things that defile. In other words, you can eat food, it doesn't defile you. But your thoughts, which become actions, they defile you. I hate that person. That defiles you. That person doesn't deserve my f forgiveness. Well, neither do you or I deserve the forgiveness of Jesus. But he calls us to forgive anyway. I was talking to someone once. Their father was abusive. I said, you're going to be in the pit until you forgive your father. I can't forgive that rat. So guess what? He's still in a pit. He's still in a pit. I don't know what the father did to him. It must have been awful. But if he wants to get out of the pit, he's got to forgive the father. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile him. But there are things that come out of our, us that defile us. When he had left the crowd, he entered the house and his disciples asked him about the parable. He said to them, then do to you, then do you also fall and not understand. Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from outside cannot defile? I can eat pork, it doesn't defile, since it enters not the heart, but the stomach, and goes out into the sewer. Thus he declared, all foods clean. And he said, it is what comes out of a person that defiles, for it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness. All these things come from within and they defile a person.
the angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin and became man. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Touch your heart. Tell the Lord, take my stony heart. Take my stony heart. Give me a heart of flesh. Give me a heart of flesh. Help me to care for people. Help me to care for people. Even the people I don't know. Even the people I don't know. Help me to care for people. For this is your will in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.